You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Ah, uh, the specialist of guests. Specialist? Specially, yes. Have you been saying specialist? Nope, nope. I, I actually, special guest. I feel like I really need to keep a clipboard here in the recording booth mm. so that when we're here, I can keep track of what arguments you're currently making as to your current title. Then I wouldn't worry about it. I feel like if you keep changing it, man, you know, nobody's going to get it. They're not going to know what to call you. People know what to, they call me Jazzy J. That, well, you know, well, Jazzy like, Day, patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Sign <laughs> up today for Jazzy J. In case you guys are wondering why we're always having an argument about this, we have it over on our Patreon page. Who gets to be the one true host? We have a trophy and everything. They do. It's, it's sitting on Ben's half of the desk right now. It is. It says the Ugh. one true host. It's made of popcorn and it's amazing and glorious. I really want to paint it gold. You want to paint it? I mean, I think all oh, you probably need is some spray paint. Some, some gold you recommend? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody told me once upon a time that they thought Reckon was an abbreviated version of recommend. Like <laughs> as if it no. was like. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, it's not at all. I say the word Reckon all the time. Do you? Re- reckon? You reckon? Reckon? It's because of the uh, the podcast Sparks Nevada, which was a like show on the Thrilling Adventure Hour, which the, the name of the podcast is the Thrilling Adventure Hour. And one of the shows they did was Sparks Nevada. And like, I don't know if it's like a real deep running gag, but he'll he'll he uses the word reckon a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reckon? Reckon? <laughs> that is one of those shows that once I heard the phrase the thrilling adventure hour, it like killed me that we didn't find it first because <laughs> I love the, the thrilling adventure hour. It is. It, it's not even running anymore. Maybe, oh, maybe you could buy it. from may, them, I wonder. Should yeah. I send in a query? I, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we can get the same sort of talent they were pulling for their show. Well, we have us. Yeah. Well, that's true. We do have <laughs> us. We have no one else. Though. We are the same as like busy Phillips and Nathan Fillion and you know uh, all of those guys. They are pretty high tier talent, yeah, aren't they? No yeah, doubt. <laughs> we're not we're not quite in that category. This is actually a weird thing, though. Is that like I I tell Alice all the time that like I I desperately want like I don't want to become an actor. Like I don't think that I would be very good at the grind and the auditions mm. and the rejection. Right. Like, I think that, like, I would go and audition one time, and if they said no, I would be like, I get it. Okay. Ben, like, like the whole, like, my whole mentality would be like, I understand. I'm not good enough. There's there's no version of you as an actor in my mind where you're auditioning for stuff. Rather, Like, there's no part of me that sees you going to Hollywood and auditioning for stuff instead of just going to Hollywood and being like, let's start a production company. And I'll write it and I will, I will produce it and I will star in it. And that's that, that way I can't have rejection because I will, I will do all of the things. Exactly. And that will be the only way I'll feel satisfied with it. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, maybe you that, understand me better than I think you do. This, this would be like what you're telling all the people in the back of your Uber. You're like, I'm just starting my production company right now. I'm just, I'm just doing this to get I, by. I'm not- <laughs> Oh man, it's true. It's true. Yeah, I, I just I just daylight as an Uber driver, and I moonlight as a uh, owner of a production company. Right. Also, I'm I'm looking for talent all the time. So leave your resumes in the in the seat back <laughs> in pocket. The, in the seat back pocket. I'll um, give you a ring. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> um. But no, I think that constantly this is the thing where I feel like I would be way too in my head. Like there's like a like a psychological obstacle course that my brain would need to go through in order 
to be a good actor. Mm. And I think that a huge part of that obstacle course is the like belief that someone who knows what they're doing found me and they were like, yes, there is something about you that is unique and different and special mm. and we need that. And I'm a hundred percent sure you can do it. And it's like, excellent, excellent. This is helpful. Yeah. Helpful information. And then of course I would still put tons of pressure on myself and, yeah. you know, like figure out how to actually execute. But I think that the, yeah, no, the auditioning process, I do not think would go well for me. I would be crushed. Mm -hmm. And, um, but that's, that's the thing. I, this is the example I constantly give very relatable daisy ridley you know i mean prior to being ray in star wars yeah she did i think she did some other small things but like nothing like i'm sure they didn't just cast her off the street <laughs> well you never know yeah i'm sure we could look it up but yeah, it's the, the point is the point is i'm not i'm not off the street you know like i'm I, at the very least i have a small amount of like on camera experience uh, at the very least yeah yeah we, i would say though interestingly to me what it sounds like you're describing is acting like you have to like have all that belief in yourself you'd have to like because that's what it is it's like pretending you have the belief in yourself then right that's acting i know well okay so this is the thing so I, I i talk about this we work in an office with people with exceptionally high iqs mm -hmm. right which i unfortunately do not have i do not believe but the thing that i do think that i i might possess is eq which mm. is like the like emotional intelligence right. so what i've always believed is that given the proper circumstances yeah right yeah. like this person you know like steven spielberg maybe hey like like, calls me up. It's like, Ben, we need you. You right. know, he's just he's just surfing YouTube like Spielberg does. Like Spielberg does, or maybe yeah. he's listening right now. <laughs> what up, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Can um, you imagine? Can you imagine? I can't. I can't. I love Jaws. So good. <laughs> But yeah, I think that where am I going with this? I think that because of uh, hopefully with some emotional intelligence, I would be able to apply that mm. and empathize with what my character is supposed to be feeling. Right. right? You with me so far? Yeah. And then therefore like really like settle in. Right. So I think like, you, yeah, it seems like you'd be like a good like method actor. Oh, for, yeah, I know. You know. And I don't think that method acting is always regarded as like maybe the safest form of acting because mm -hmm. it can take such extreme right. things. You're just in character all the time. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I do think that I would probably find myself like needing to do that. Right. You know? I think so. The interesting thing about like the audition process and stuff is that uh, it, I think, you know, yeah, if we if, if you and I were to arrive in Hollywood as is and just like start going to like open calls or whatever, I feel like we would probably yeah have no idea what we were doing. Oh, 100% would have no idea. But I will say that in the uh, I, I did I took a single intro to acting class right. in college, um, which I never intended to put towards you know theater or I have frequently like that. stated that I think that 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 one class was life changing for you. It it was a very fun class, and I would recommend that people take it because it's just it was just fun. Um, and you, I feel like I got to know the people in that class better than almost any other class because you know you really you you're forced to be open with everyone and to perform in front of everyone. Like everyone shares the same vulnerability in acting class. Exactly, you know, it's Which, like running cross country. Yeah, ex precisely. Yeah, precisely. No yeah. better way to forge friendships. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like. You, what, what you can always take solace in is that like, oh man, I'm really nervous, but so is everyone else. Oh. Um, but part of, there was like a whole, you know, section of the class that is just like how to do auditions. Like what is the correct procedure, how you should walk in, how you should greet the people, the kind of things you might need to prepare. And so I think there, there the fact that there is like a, an established way to do it and that you could learn how to do it relatively quickly i think would ease a lot of those woes right but that that is almost exactly it's almost like your table manners as it pertains to like walking in and knowing like the things you're supposed to do right. what you're supposed to provide what you're supposed to say mm -hmm. like that's that's almost like sitting down and putting the napkin on your lap and like yeah, yeah. knowing which fork goes where and stuff like that oh my like, gosh it's, I it's the basic can things never remember which side of the plate the forks go on <laughs> it is so annoying to me because i look it up once a week while it, i'm setting the table is it the right i think it's the left i'm pretty sure forks are on the left and the napkins on the left oh man i would have had it wrong completely I think, and i think this yeah once upon a time i was watching like the next food network star or something like that like way back in college and i remember that one of the guys on there literally had tattooed onto his wrists like what the table settings were oh. so it was like i was like that is for this particular career like the coolest 
tattoo oh, idea ever. It's like, awesome. it's so, it's like, I couldn't do it because it would be like, why? Like, do you really need that kind of reminder? It's like, how mm -hmm. often are you setting tables? And which is, you know, very infrequently. I, I always felt like, yeah, I, I need whatever that version of a tattoo idea is for my current career yeah. so that like I can always like take pride in the cleverness of it. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. I want a tattoo so desperately. Right. But, but what's like, it going to be? But what's it going to be? Some like popcorn? I have the, uh, maybe, maybe that's eventually. Not a bad one. Popcorn could be cool. Yeah. Or like an empty popcorn box. Empty pop. Why empty? Well. Because you finished it? Because it's kind of sad. Oh. Because because the box is empty, Jay. It's a symbol. It's a symbol. I'm out of popcorn. Would you would you have an empty box and then like every time like a like a meaningful thing happened, you get like a new kernel in it? A new something? kernel in the box? Yeah. Like you could like you could like slowly fill it up right. and have like like little you could take almost like clouds. Yeah. You could take and inject the important moments of your life and sort of make them like a cloud type shape that is the popped kernel. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? So it's sort of like an amorphous thing anyway, and sort of incorporate like little symbolic moments in there, you okay. know? Okay. Sounds good. It could be right. It could be right. We'll, we'll sleep on it for like eight years. And there you go. If I still want to do it, then I probably won't. <laughs> okay. I looked it up. Confirmed. Forks on the left. Knife and spoon on the right. Knives first. Blade facing the plate. Napkin on the left. Okay. Can confirm. I've done it wrong. Can confirm. I would say 50% of the time. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty much a coin flip for me it is I, like i will try and commit it to memory i'll be like nah fork left fork left fork napkin left for I, I will like say to myself over and over and then the next time i'll be like well now that i'm thinking about it though it is interesting when i like if i like use a fork and knife to cut a steak i'm pretty sure i hold the fork in my left hand and cut with my right hand so it does make sense that you would like maybe do it that way yeah. is that right that is how I also, maybe that's a good way to remember it. How do I cut a steak? I'm, I'm, the way I do it has the, the silverware on the correct sides. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So okay. Here, here's the other thing though. I think that I hold silverware correctly because mm. I don't know if you remember this or not, but when we were kids, mom would always be like, what are we Vikings? You know, <laughs> like you were holding it like fist formation. Right. Yes. Like, um, you know, like we're, we're, exactly. Everyone <laughs> like, knows what I just did. Yeah. Everyone knows. Everyone was like, yeah, I did the exact same thing. I, I air did it in front of me to represent how I know Vikings apparently eat. For all we know, Viking had fantastic manners. I know. Right. But, what if, what if you're Vikings? I know. I like, feel like Vikings hey, are like, it. knock it off we have great table manners thank you very much and then mm -hmm. they like and they like whip the napkin and like gently place it right. across their lap you know like yeah. uh like with, with some extra flair that's what i'm imagining the vikings of the world being like i don't know how we got this reputation for being fierce eaters because we are not right um but it is a funny thing having gone through adulthood and like going out to dinner and eating with my friends and stuff the number of people who i have met that like almost seem like they never quite mastered how to like maybe hold a fork oh interesting um, or something, or maybe maybe well, I'm still doing maybe it wrong. Maybe you're doing it wrong. Maybe, maybe it's like right. I'm holding it like a pencil or something, which I always held pencils wrong. I yeah. always sort of like I think I like rested it on like my ring finger somehow. It is yeah, it is to me like uh, one of the great failures of my ed elementary education that I don't feel like I was properly trained in penmanship down to like the how to hold the pencil. Yes, because and I would say. That if you just like looked around in high school, you wouldn't think there was that many ways to hold a pen. Oh, but, but everyone but does it every, different. Everyone somehow is doing it differently. Okay, here's the thing though. So I feel like the way that you are supposed to hold a, a pencil correctly, and again, I could have this wrong. It feels like you're supposed to be like too many fingers too close to the point. Like, is it your middle finger, your pointer finger, and your thumb all holding it? Or do you even have like a ring finger in there as well? But I, I rest when I'm holding a pencil or pen to write with, I rest it uh, on my middle knuckle of my ring finger. In the middle, man, you're like way, way up there. Oh my gosh, and that as, feels very awkward. As a result, I have truly dreadful handwriting. Well, I don't want to say I've got any better handwriting, but I rested on the, the the first knuckle of my ring finger, and I would say it's mostly resting there, and I have my middle finger behind it as like a as like a holder, and then my uh, index finger there just provides stability while my thumb does most of the gripping. You know, this is this is like one of those really funny things for those people who have good imaginations. They're like, oh, I'm following completely. Other people are like. Are you really describing how you hold? Other people are like, I hold it like a Viking. Like a, <laughs> like a Viking the right way. The right way. <laughs> the right way to write. 
the right way to write. Oh, oh goodness me. Okay, but so going back to like the other kids in class though, and maybe a couple of other things like you were talking about in your acting class, people, everyone else felt just as vulnerable as you did. Right. This is like one of those weird things where going through school, I constantly felt like I was the only one in the class that was terrified, like that I that I was the only one who didn't know what was going on. Like you'd look yeah. around and everyone else had great poker faces or else was just completely confident with what we were doing. Right. But I was always like very like, you know, like in my head about it and sort of like, man, like, are we supposed to like be pulling out our calculators right now? No calculators? Oh, man. And then there was always like that, that thing, like where you would like get in for like a test and everybody would be like, yeah, like how much do you study for this one? And I felt like everyone would be like, yeah, put in like, you know, six, 10 hours. And I was like, really? I read like the study guide once. Was that not enough? Am I doomed? Yeah, I think you were doomed. I think I was doomed. Yeah. Yeah. When people ask you how much did you study for this test, all they really want all they all they're looking for is validation that they studied more than you. Right. Like they're like if they all they want you to say if they read it twice they want you to say yeah I've read it once it's like right. okay I'm more prepared because the the re, what they're really trying to like do is build their own confidence because they don't think they studied enough right oh yeah that's yeah. a good point that's they're a like, good point. I've been, uh, I guess I read it over in Homeroom. Right. But did you study it all for this? No, me neither. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Not like, I'm not the only one who's doomed. Yeah, exactly. Whew, I can, I can run on that curve. Yes, the curve. Yeah. If we all agree to just like totally throw it, right? It'd be a big curve and we'll all do fine. But you know, there'd be that one person who... There's would, always that one person who ruins the curve. Who ruins the curve. The curb, as the, it were. The curb. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. We could look it up, but we won't. Yeah. That was another thing. People, people did vote in the Reddit whether it was curb or curve. And I think pretty resoundingly, everyone said curb. Curb with a yeah. B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's still a curb around curves in a road you know oh, like yeah, where it yeah. turns yep so i think that's where it would always like confuse me because you're always like when you're standing at the curb it is often because you're at the corner of like a crosswalk oh which so is there for the curve. the curve the curve at, in the oh i see I yeah see, like yeah. this is the problem right oh i this get is, it yeah this okay. is this is okay. why the problem arose in my head upon further reflection ben i don't think we had a corny joke yet today oh my look at you go there we go the specialist host doing his fantastic job I've actually told you this joke once before because we did, in fact, record this entire episode. Ugh, full disclosure, people. Full disclosure. Our The first recording of this podcast got completely garbled and warbled. Garbled and just, warbled. It would yeah. have been fine enough at just garbled, but warbled? No. No, sir. The we cannot have both. Total file corruption. To- so. so pretend like you don't know the answer to I, the question. I probably you, forgot anyway. You probably did. Okay. All right, Jay. Yeah. What does a nosy pepper do? Uh, my, I know... This is not right, but I, my mind immediately went to like something was sneezing again, which is what I said last time. And you were like, no, <laughs> no, as always. Yeah. Jay, a nosy pepper gets jalapeno business. Jalapeno business. What? Yeah. Hilarious because jalapenos are peppers. They are. In oh, fact, actually, goodness. I could just see the the. I actually looked up this corny joke and it's just like an image. But I feel like I would just get this framed and put it in my kitchen because it's just such a. It's such a just like nice looking little green pepper in the just middle the of the screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about that? Do you remember when there was a period of time in high school where like we would go and hang out with our friends and what we would do is go and buy extremely spicy peppers mm, and then yeah. like the fun of the evening was eating them? Yeah, just being in pain together. Yeah. 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 Commiseration. Exactly. Yeah, I do remember we had uh we had a lovely evening where we all went out and bought habanero peppers. Habaneros. Yeah. And uh, we came back to the house and we all just like like, took a big old bite right at the same time, and it was painful. It was chaos. It was chaos. Everyone is, like, immediately in such pain, and, you're like, you're running out of milk, and you're like, oh, no, what now? And, yeah. This was, this was like, a funny thing that I think we did as, like, a, a big group with, like, the GMA and, like, a couple of other people who were hanging out with us, uh, the, the Green Mallard Association. As it were. As it were. Yeah. And I think that this was, like, one of those moments where I took something that we had done and I had, like, realized was, like, a super fun bonding experience. Yeah. And, like, attempted to do it again under much worse circumstances. Meaning what? Meaning. Like a the, hotter pepper? No, no. Same pepper. Okay. But, like, not at home where milk was readily available. Uh. And with a friend who was 
one hundo not prepared oh, no. for the pepper. So <laughs> like we're camping in the woods. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I wish we were camping in the woods. Oh no! Instead, really? I was with my my uh, good friend in high school, Maximilian, mm, um, mm. and he really wanted to ask this girl to I think like either homecoming or prom or something. And so there was like an evening where like me and him were hanging out and I was like, dude, we should do this pepper challenge thing. And he was like, okay, that sounds like fun. Having absolutely no idea just how terrible it was going to be. Right. And so I remember like, but I think it was something where he could tell that I thought it was cool. And therefore the amount of cool that he perceived it as was like as much, if not more. Right. So he was like super stoked about it. Like as if eating like, this pepper, let's get these peppers, like nothing is going to impress this girl. I'm about to ask to homecoming slash prom more than <laughs> wait was she present she well that was the thing okay okay, so okay okay we were we went to the local uh kroger's yeah. and we picked up like literally and the best part about this is that a single pepper when you go to like weigh it it costs like 16 cents like yeah it is like the cheapest form of don't do it for what it's worth oh. i feel like i'm describing it as if this is something worthwhile doing do not do it um but so we we bought our two peppers for thirty two cents later. Thirty two cents later, we were in deep, and <laughs> we're pot committed. We're pot committed. We were at the mall, so we walked over. Uh, I think it was to Applebee's, and that's where this girl <laughs> was supposed to meet us. And so like we're sitting there with like you know our uh, produce bag, which is way too big for these two itty bitty peppers that are at the bottom of them. You know, like the clear, super like lightweight right. produce bags. Wait, okay, so let me let me make sure I've got the scene set appropriately in my mind. You and Maximilian go and buy your habaneros for 32 cents and then you proceed to go to a restaurant to meet a girl he's going to ask out so you can eat the peppers in front of her you have nailed okay, okay. nailed it clean on the head <laughs> okay thank this you is a foolproof plan if ever i heard one <laughs> i know it's it, are I, they married no <laughs> They're not. Um, I can see why you would have so many questions, though, because the plan <laughs> is so ridiculous that it's easy to not follow. Okay. Um, so anyway, it was uh, it was like we're we're going to sit down, <clears throat> you know, and the and the girl arrives. I think we're just eating it like at Applebee's anyway, so it's like whatever. And um, like we get to the point where I was like, Max, you want to do this, man? And he's like, Let's do it. And like he was so I I, I know you know who Max is, but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like it like pure blind confidence. <laughs> Like, nothing can go wrong right. here. And How hot could a pepper be? I'm about to be a total showstopper. Right. And, oh, man, I had I had so, so poorly guided Max <laughs> in this situation. And so we sit down and, you know, like, we, we, we both go for it. I sort of, like, know what's coming. Plus, I'm, like, big into spicy foods. Right. So... Handle it with, you know... With grace. Whatever amount of grace is available to profusely sweating an Applebee's bar top Mm -hmm. table. Max, on the other hand, like, bites into it. And there's, like, this very brief period of time after you bite a super spicy pepper where you are under the impression that you were immune to the spiciness of it. Because it has not struck you yet. And then... It did. Then it did. And all of a sudden, you know, like this girl is sitting there and she's like clearly unimpressed from the go. Right. Like, like this is what are you guys eating? Okay. This is almost the like way less cool version of having a super loud exhaust on your car where like oh, no. you are under the perception that that everyone thinks it's awesome. Right. And everyone else is just kind of like bothered by the right. extreme noise and, and black smoke that comes out of the vehicle. Right. Except um, except now also you're bothered and your mouth is on fire exactly that yeah yeah Yeah. and like you're not in a place where you can run over to the fridge and grab the gallon of milk and just you know but certainly applebee's must have like ice cream or some sort of i i believe that eventually they provided something (laughs) but max is like having the exact reaction that someone who and the reason i say do not do this like should it was too much spice and so you know he's not only sweating but his like eyes are red and he's like i don't know coughing and stuff and then we got the clear produce bag and he literally throws up It was, it was, oh. it like went off the rails so, so, so badly. Wow. It was, oh my gosh, I felt terrible. So wait, was it just the three of you? I believe it was just the three of us. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. And I was like trying to be, you know, Johnny McWingman over there. And I have like. Max, I got I have perfect plan. <laughs> 
It's going to be like, so cool. What, what could go wrong? And oh, no. this is like, you know, I mean, he's like one of like my best friends in high school yeah. too. Like we're yeah. super, like this yeah. is in no way, shape or form was like trying to like run him astray in any way that was going to like cause him like embarrassment or something. Like my genuine be- belief was that like, <laughs> like this is going to be cool. The, so was, <clears throat> we're... <laughs> So was he like, was there no chance she would have just said yes? <laughs> just just out of the blue? Without the pepper, without, you mean? <laughs> like, were they friends ahead of time? Or like, could it, yeah, would this, or was this like... Uh, we we've barely talked. We know each other's names, but no, no, we were we were all on the like track and cross country team and stuff like that together. Okay. So it was someone who we would have spent you know regular like time with uh-huh. after school and all that. Um, but I do think the only the, and this is me attempting to go back in time. There's a chance that she would have been surprised that he was asking. I would okay. say is the only measure. Like they were not like dating. Right. Um, yeah. But like in high school, especially for like prom and homecoming and stuff, that's not that important. You yeah. Know? Like, right. You, it's it's, like, you just want to go you just want to go and that's that's the thing like someone to take pictures with and and get there so that was really like you know i think the the underlying thing there i although i wish that i had better memory and now i feel like it is failing me i don't know if it was a successful ask i don't i don't (laughs) you don't even know i can't i can't even remember if this ended up working out oh well and i want to believe that it did because if it didn't (laughs) in hindsight it seems like it's your fault it kind of seems like it was my fault yeah just a little bit just i mean barely a smidge a little bit i think i messed up oh my bad max if you're out there listening sorry max that's ben's bad This is just like one of those things though where like I think it's it's just like all I was doing was observing a situation that had gone so positively with our group of friends. Like it yeah. was something that I had done. Right. And it was and it was ridiculous then too. I want to say the first time we did it, someone threw up. <laughs> they might have. They might. So maybe I don't even have that as my saving grace for why this would have been okay but yeah it clearly didn't work out but i i yeah that's that's what it came back to the the same actually ended up being true of um another just plain dumb challenge which was the gallon challenge where you would drink like a a whole gallon of milk in under an hour it was i think we ended up just doing water it wasn't milk but this was this was like uh something where i feel like there was a small enough group of people and again this is like a dangerous thing to do do like do not do this but there was like a small group of people that I just happened to like be driving around in high school and like some of my friends were like hey are you guys nearby and we like pulled up and they had all gone to the store and bought these gallon jugs and what their plan was was to just drink them what a night I know what a night but like the things that became like eventful all of a sudden it was just it like became like a small trend where it seemed like there there were just like weekends where like people were like oh yeah we're gallon challenging this week and I was go. like really again really like right again do, do we need to keep doing it right yeah that's I don't know why you would do it again. Yeah, yeah. Once I, you once you've gallon challenged, you've done it. You've done it, but also don't do it. Also don't do it. Not worth it. Same result as poor Maximilian. Uh, but anyway, so that was that was the course of that fantastic yeah plan gone. Ash- I remember one challenge we did was the can you eat a whole loaf of bread in an hour challenge. We did that. I don't. I don't know if maybe you were there, but I know at least me. Me and some GMA members did it. Okay. And yeah, we went to the store. We each bought like a full loaf of like you know sliced bread. Sli- like just like white bread. Yeah, just like white bread, honey oat, whatever, you, whatever was your fancy. We sat down to watch a movie, and it was like, all right, you have to finish by the end of the movie or something. And it was just like you cannot do it. Yeah, yeah, no. It's so much bread. This is like, I mean, if somebody offers me like two sandwiches yeah. for me, I'm like, no way. I could never do it. Like, well, that's, okay. That's that's like, I, although I have like the uh, the eating attention span of like a hamster. Yeah. So I, I really can't eat a whole bunch of food. So I don't think this is the type of thing I ever could have conned myself into believing it was, was possible. Right. This is why you went for the hot stuff. You're like, this isn't that much food. Right. It's just a really intense food. Exactly. My wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but so... So you did not do it. Uh, I don't think we succeeded. No, we okay. tried. We tried. Okay. Yeah. The the other one that I know that we attempted was the like, what is it? Like six saltine crackers in a minute. Oh yes. This one's popular. Yeah. You can probably, well, I mean, I don't want to encourage people to try things that are dangerous. It will dry your mouth up real quick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Th- apparently we must've just gone through a phase, there must've been a period of time where we were like looking these things up. I feel like it, this was, this was the kind of like, there was no YouTube when we were in high school. So like these little internet challenges 
challenges would come around, but it wouldn't be like there was tons of videos to watch right. of them or anything. And you just sort of like hear about it and be like, yeah, we gotta try it. We gotta do it. That was the thing. And maybe that's part of what it was, is that like it wasn't at the time, and we were right on the cusp of it being much more pervasive, yeah. like for this information to be readily available. Mm -hmm. But I feel like maybe that's a huge part of it was at the time, there was a very good likelihood that you could discover something <laughs> and then show other people and they had no idea. Right. Like they had never heard of it yet. Yeah. Whereas I think now, like like when a lot of these challenges come up, like chances are you've stumbled across it in your Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, somewhere. Like it's right. it's come across like your radar. Yeah. Um. So and maybe that was part of the fun was getting to like you know like you you showed one person and then you were like. Yeah. Nobody knows about this. Right. This is kind of cool. Yeah. I need to I need to go not social media, share it with people physically. Right. Yeah. Back in the old days. Back in the old days. No YouTube just yet. Not not just yet. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out and right now you can get 10 percent off your first purchase by going to arena club.com slash pop pop which wow that is a crazy offer 10 percent off a 400 slab pack that's like 40 dollars right there anyway that's arena club.com slash pop pop for 10 percent off your first purchase What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So, okay, I feel like we should back up because one portion of the information that I think might add some context even to my my spice eating abilities, Mm. I I think I'm remembering was part of the episode that was corrupted. And this was this was my in high school and beyond obsession with Andy Capp's hot fries. Yes, we discussed this at length earlier this week. Yes, we did. And unfortunately, nobody will get to recognize the dawning comprehension that happened to me live on the podcast, which was basically us starting to realize that I have like a, a... I don't even know if closet obsession, if it's just an actual obsession mm-hmm. with convenience with stores. Convenience stores. Yeah. In in a way where it's like true, basically my whole life. Right. Like it might be the single longest standing thing that has been absolutely consistent about me since I was like seven. Right. And I'm 30. <laughs> Is that you like convenience stores? Is that and not only that I like convenience stores, that I have like been an individual frequenter of like my go-to convenience store based on like wherever I've lived. Right. And this goes back to like when we were living in Rocky Mount, Virginia, we had this house and I learned how to ride my bike. And I think like two miles away from the house was like the local CVS. Yeah. And that was sort of like where I would go. I would like save up like literal coins. Right. You know, from like doing odd jobs around the house for mom. And once I had like $3.75, it's like, okay, time to go cash this in. Time to go just bring home the candy. And I would go. I would ride my bike there with my backpack and I would go in and I would like literally sit in the candy aisle right. and like do math in my head. And this is like when I was like learning how like sales tax even worked because yeah. it was like, okay, so they've got like a, like a $1 box of junior mints, but that's like a dollar five right. when, you, when you add the sales tax Ugh. to it. So like, you know, okay, if I do that, then that means, you know, $3 75 cents minus that off. Yeah. Like two seventy left. Okay. Yeah. So junior mints down. And this was like, the most fun thing that I could do, and I would do it by myself. Right. You know, you like just go and sit at the store and pick out candy. And just pick out candy. What, was, why do you think that was like such a like a fun thing for you? Like what this must have been like the entry point. Like what what about this made it like stick as this like addictive thing in your head, do you think? I re- I mean, the thing is, is I'm not I'm not totally sure. Like I think for me, there's been like a huge sense my whole life of like very much wanting like my own freedom to make decisions. Right. Like I never liked going to the store and we've talked about this before, but like mom would always say that I would ask these like no questions. Mm -hmm. Like I would go to the store and be like, Hey mom, can we buy that? And she would be like, no. And it was like, well, why not? And it was like, you know, like in, in my mind, I needed like a genuine explanation. Like why you need to help me come to the understanding of why we don't need it. Right. Um, because like in my mind, it was like, well, it's so easy. Like, and actually, I think I've talked about this before, but I remember mom was like, we don't have the money for it, which I think was just her like default answer. And I was like, we could write a check. They'll never know. <laughs> That's like imagining check fraud. <laughs> yeah, no, like right. as, as, as a seven-year-old kid, right. like the cashier isn't going to know what's in your bank account, mom. It's right. fine. They're going to let us leave the store. Our check's weird. <laughs> checks are kind of weird. Like, hey, I don't have money, but these people, they'll vouch for me. <laughs> they'll vouch for me. They have they, my money. You, I'll give you this piece of paper that I wrote on. It does. And that means I have money. The idea of the personal check does feel like such a bizarre, like, trust fall exercise for all of society. Yeah, right. It's like, here's money, probably. Probably. You think that, yeah, like we don't really live in a, in a, the day and age of check writing at the cash register. Not really. Most if I was standing behind it. someone who pulled out a checkbook to pay for their groceries, oh my gosh. Like, no. I'd be like, what 
are you doing? Writing a novel. Oh my gosh. Hurry. Also, this would mean that I was standing in some sort of line with a cashier and wasn't self-checking out, which would also be bizarre. What a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yes, I think as a child, it was this thing where I very, very much liked having my own freedom to like make the decisions that I wanted to make. So it was like, it, it was sort of like win or lose based on the quality of the deals I was getting the day. It was like, it all fell on me. And I was perfectly fine with that. You know, right. it was like, it was like, this is great. I get right. to go and I get to go shopping and nobody's standing there tapping their foot waiting for me and I can hem and haw. And like, literally I'm like spending, you know, like an hour and a half sitting right. in the candy aisle at CVS, just literally like, you know, figuring out the best deal, figuring out the best deal, figuring out the best way to spread my $3 and 75 cents. Right. And, um, so it was kind of like, th this was like the dawn and comprehension moment of it for me though, is that as I started getting older, like we moved to Cape Spring, Virginia, and we used to go to this pool yeah. and every day at the pool during break, all the kids would be like, Hey, let's walk to the nearby 7-Eleven and we can buy like a Slurpee or something. Right. Which was amazing. Yes. Because, you know, now I've graduated from like seven, eight-year-olds where I had to like ride my bike. Right. Now I have the freedom of being dropped off at the pool every day. Right. Like, and you used to spend all day at the pool from like, like, I, I guess it was... There was just like a group of your friends who would be there at like from like eight to six. Yeah, like the whole, the day. whole day. Yeah, like so we, like, we mom, even. Mom has to give you money now. Yeah. Like, right, I, you know, turn this into food. Don't starve. Don't starve. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was like, you know, she would give me like, I don't know, a few bucks for the day or whatever. And I think what her intention with that was, was they would sell, they had like a snack bar. Yeah. Where you didn't have to leave the premises. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I left the premises every single time. Hey. And walked, yeah. the, walked to the nearby 7-Eleven. And once again, you know, I was able to like go in there. I mean, then you had your friends with you. So you couldn't like browse as long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you couldn't really take in the sites, you know, like right. weigh all your options. But it was fine. I really liked my Slurpee, so it was good. Did you ever feel any like pressure to like buy like buy a cool snack in this situation? Oh, like, 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 okay, well, like, oh gosh, I really want these, but like, is that going to be like a, people are going to be like, why'd you get those? You want to know the honest truth here? <laughs> yeah. I broke the seal on ordering from the roller grill. Oh. This oh. was. Everyone's been told not to order from the roller grill. And they're like, yeah, you shouldn't do. This is like, this is, oh man, this is like on airplanes. Yeah. When they come around and like, would you like to, would you like to purchase a beverage or like a, like a snack yeah. or something? Like if you were to have grown up in our house, you would have thought that people are paying for this is the most outrageous thing ever. Like, you it, it was absolutely never do e this. Nope, never. Yeah. Never, ever. What did we promptly do as we became adults? Oh, man. It was like, yeah, I, I think... I think the first few times I was on a plane and they like offered this, I was like, no, thanks. I'm no sucker. <laughs> I will. I will be taking the complimentary cookies, please. Right. Give me my quarter of a ginger ale and I'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. But at one point, I think one time we were just on a plane and it was, you know, ju just starving. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's just shoot. Okay. We'll get a thing. We'll get a and thing. And it was like the amount of enjoyment, like the the improved experience of that flight was so tremendous. Right? Yeah. Right? And it's like, you know, you spend like $8 and you're like, yeah, I have a snack tray. That's right. Oh, man. Cheese, chocolate, seven almonds. Oh, that's right. <laughs> seven almonds. What more do you need? What more do you, what more do you need? This was, yeah, this was like, to me, I guess it was like talked to us as just like a rule of life, like a rule of society is like, people don't really do it. Like, it's not, it's not like something you're supposed to do. Like, it's morally wrong. Right. Or something. It was like, it's not even really an option. And if I do it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, maybe I'll get arrested. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what does happen? Well, I don't know. Like, the, the bad deal police rolls up and <laughs> cuffs you right there on the exactly. spot. Exactly. You just spent $8 on seven almonds? <laughs> no, sir. Not today. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah. But so anyway, you're at 7-Eleven. So I'm at 7-Eleven. They have yeah. the roller grill, which has taquitos. Oh, taquitos. Oh, man. So to, to answer your question, if I ever bought something cool, this was like one of those things where for the most part, I would say literally the entire purpose of the trip for literally every single person was to go and order a small Slurpee. Yeah. So literally everyone, that's like what we all went and we all got the same thing, the smallest cup. And like even even getting like a big one would feel like 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 a ball decision like, you know like whoa, that was okay. like yeah like it, like it almost seemed like excess yeah hungry yes yeah, like, <laughs> come on now 
What is that? The, the 16 ounce? Come on. 12 is fine. Yeah. But so finally there was one day, yes, where I, I like broke down and ordered a single taco and cheese. No, I take that back. It was two for three. Two for three. I ordered two taco and cheese taquitos. Yeah. And it was like a floodgate opened. Like I, it was, I probably cost so many parents of my friends like ones of dollars because all of a sudden the <laughs> cost to go to 7-Eleven went up. Right. And yeah, so then because we, we like, I got them and everybody was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And so like we like all like took like a small bite off of it. And by the way, taquitos are so good. Uh, but also so not. <laughs> so not. Not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they make you feel like if I eat one, I, I enjoy it as long as I'm eating it. And then I immediately feel just like an actual human garbage can. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, the worst. But that's OK. So anyway, fast forwarding again, I'm now finally 16 years old. Yeah. Immediately like go and get my first job at the local pet land where I worked in the fish department. Right. And it was like the pure glory of having a paycheck. Like I even remember getting a paycheck and it was for like, I don't know, you know, $108 or something. And it was like, whoa, I'm going to have this every two weeks. That is unlimited money at 7-Eleven. Right. (laughs) Like just 7-Eleven. Yes. This is is always, yeah. Like even, even when we were in school, I remember you having this job. It was like, it seemed like you're, sole motivator was that you could now go to like fast food and or convenience stores yeah 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 it was i mean it was completely something where like a part of the perk of having the job was like like i could be like hey do you guys want to go get like go get some food like i'll pay you know and it was like i never felt like i was being like even remotely (gasps) used by it like it was my personal enjoyment to get Mm -hmm. to like go and take people to like eat somewhere and it was like i can order whatever i want right and again it's like this freedom of choice it is a freedom of choice yeah i think that's really what it comes down to uh, yeah and i think really what was so great about it too at that time was the scale of the things that i felt attainable relative to the amount of money that i had at my disposal mm-hmm. if that makes sense meaning like you know all, all of a sudden i had like 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 wealth relative to the one dollar a piece items that i was purchasing right like your the your 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 super valuable thing is very cheap it's very cheap and exactly like, yeah you're not like you're not even like scaling up your tastes you're just like this is just yes i'm just a big fish in a small pond exactly yeah the biggest yeah. Um, yeah. So it was it was like super, super exciting. And it got to the point where, yeah, like I was totally I got really hooked on. And this is what what started us on here on Andy Caps Hot Fries. Right. Which I think even the Andy Caps Hot Fries go back to a potentially even younger version of this exact thing. OK. Where I had 35 cents to spend when I was like four or five at mm. the vending machine at our local pool. Ah. And I would buy the <clears throat> cheddar fries because that's all they had. And I don't know if you've ever had a small bag of Andy Caps cheddar fries, but there are about as many of them in there as there were almonds on the airplane right like it's like how can you charge for basically a plastic bag yeah that it has none in here so again fast forward back to high school when i can buy like the the convenience the, store size bag right. which has plenty i mean more Huge. than like tons i bought them all the time i probably bought a bag of Andy caps hot fries every single day for like six years right like way 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 too often right so yeah this is that's where i think this whole thing gets really interesting because i can see like you feeling like there's like for your whole life there's been this like aisle at the store or this like 7-eleven where you like you coveted many of the very cheap things in there right and we're just like basically told no by your parents right saying like we're not gonna like just give you junk food like buy all the you know whatever right and suddenly it's just like i can just do this and i can understand that like freedom of choice like um locking in your brain but the interesting thing is that like then into adulthood when everything is freedom of choice yeah more or less you are still like like I don't know, drawn to the very original thing. Yeah. It's like like you're still going out, like leaving the house at night to go to a convenience store to purchase hot fries. Continued until like literally, you know, we started the, the super Carlin brothers YouTube channel in 2012. Yeah. This was still happening as of then. Right. And so I was, you know, at that point in time, like a 22 year old. Right. And like, yeah, the, you and I moved into the same house together. We had a convenience store, like literally just down the street into the left. Right. Or the sheets, which was just down the street and to the right. Premium options, you know. You know. And yeah, and it was just like I would continue to do this 
over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's it seems so interesting that it's like like because to me like I'm only in a convenience store like if I'm on a road trip and I need gas. Right. You right. Know? You know, and you need like some like road fuel. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, well, I have to go inside. I'm gonna you know get some chips or something. But yeah, you were like going out of your way to get to, the, and it's like to buy items you could just as easily get like at the grocery store. You can't get you know? any caps off fries at the. I mean, you can. Yeah. But it would be ridiculous to buy them at the grocery store. <laughs> right. Like in the chip aisle. <laughs> No, I don't even think they keep them in the chip aisle. I think they're closer to like the trail mix. Right. So it's just like it. it's so interesting to me that like maybe like is the draw even still the hot fries or is it like the the, the thrill of going to the convenience store? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Is I this like your is this like you embracing your inner child is like. I think it is. I it think might I, be. I it literally it might be. It's yeah. like I can go somewhere where like even when I had the smallest amount of income that I ever had, which was mm-hmm. like $100 every two weeks, it was like I had the full ability and confidence inside of this space. Right. So it's like a safe space for me. I yeah. see. But so, and that's, that is the the other like unbelievably weird twist to this. So for what it's worth, I got, I got off, like off the wagon, on the wagon. What am I? If you fall off the wagon, if you're like an alcoholic who falls off the wagon, it means you took a drink. Okay. Got it. Right. Okay. So I have stopped eating Andy Cap's hot fries every single day because I got more into like my exercise life and realized mm-hmm. that it was directly competing with my uh, want to achieve those mm, goals yeah. so it i have i have ceased to continue to eat yeah. my handicaps hot fries um but now living where i live currently i am once again like a stone's throw from a convenience store did did it impact your purchasing of the house do you think i don't think it did mm-hmm. i don't think it did right uh, i don't know no i don't i don't think it played a role i think if anything i was worried that i was too close to a convenience store and that it could be potentially problematic just for other reasons kerfuffles that could arise mm. um which is, has not been a problem at all okay but um it is it is now the case yeah that i no longer go for hot fries every single day but i still go a lot is it every day it's not every day okay it's definitely not every day Inter- but it's okay. it, it is something where like i have solved many a oh crud we don't have that and walk down there and interesting purchased. yes interesting. i know the exact story you're talking about because i used to live just like you know half a mile from you so right then you moved was, yeah then i moved sorry about that what's up with that Ugh, kids you know i get it uh, <laughs> you don't it's actually okay i fully understand <laughs> but it's interesting that yeah like you find yourself going there all the time i remember when i moved into the house to that house that was close to this same store i had this like running game in my head of how long can I live here without going to that what? store? What? I know. You didn't want to go to the store? I was like, if I break that seal, I'm going to be there all the time. I'm like, it's true. Any, any like minor thing we don't have about, I'll just go get it. And I was like, and, and I was like, the, the honest, like probably whatever that feeling is, is I don't need it. Like I'll just live without it. Sure. And I was like, but one of these days I'm going to like break down and be like, oh yeah, we have people coming over. We need to get this thing. I'll just run over. And like, it's like, I felt like if I break the seal, I'm going to, I'll be there all the time. I'll suddenly be like, that was so easy. I'll just fix this problem right now. But, uh, I need to be deprived of this solution. You need. <laughs> That's you need, the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I need for there to be a way that like, that holds me be- to being more responsible when I'm just grocery shopping. Ah. Because I do feel like I have like this like lifeline with yeah. unlimited uses that I get to use constantly. It's like, mm. oh, band-aids. How often do you buy band-aids? Maybe more often when you have kids. Well, not because they're constantly getting injured, just because they constantly want band-aids. Oh, they love band-aids. Oh, kids love band I mean, I only have one kid who can, like, request them. Oh, sure. But, you know, if he gets an actual cut or scrape and there's, like, blood, you uh, absolutely need to go get the band-aid. Sure. But the the lesson they learn is that, like, when I'm in pain, I need a band-aid. Oh. So if they, like, you know, bang their, you know, hand against the wall or, you know, knock you fall down and just have like a regular bumper, not even just something that's going to like fade within seconds. Yeah. yeah. Need bandaid. 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 Oh man. I totally know what to bring over next time I'm coming. Oh yeah. A whole pack of band-aids. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't do that. (laughs) I I won't do that. I won't do that. Sorry, Luke. If you're listening to this in the future and you're like, man, I would have loved those cars band-aids. Well, we did have toy story ones. Oh, toy. that's even better. Yeah. The best. As an adult, would you wear the Toy Story Band-Aids? I mean, I guess so. If that was like all we had. How frequently do you use a Band-Aid as an adult? This is is like one of those things 
that as a child, band-aids are like, I would say we use them weekly. Oh, yeah. Like by need. Oh, yes. Like as adults, it may have literally been like, I don't know, years since I have used a band-aid. Yeah, I... I definitely not even like monthly would i say yeah you know every now and then i have my terrible bad habit is that i pick hangnails on my fingers and every now and then that will uh bleed and <laughs> Ble- bleed. bleed and that'll be like oh man i gotta put a band-aid on but i oh band-aids are like uh an item in my mind that when i like think about using one i'm like it, it stresses me out because i don't know how one single adhesive strip can produce so much trash it's true it is unbelievable like it's really just because it's just like two wrappers and then two more pieces yes. plus the band-aid but somehow it's everywhere oh and, and that's the, the thing yeah. is yeah like the things that you peel off the adhesive part are like statically declined or something yeah. like like where you like go to like reach for them and it almost seems like the very nature of your body getting close to them causes them to like scoot further away right. slash under the desk yeah and then they're just there forever yeah so and then you and then you're doomed then you're doomed. Once again, fun fact, doomed. if you ever want to make any word more fun, if it ends in D, just add another T to the end of it. Doomed. Doomed. That's how I'm spelling it. D-O-O-M-E-D-T. T. Doomed. 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 We're doomed. We're, that's what, Now it's going to be the title. <laughs> doomed. <laughs> that's exactly correct. Oh, man. In other news of uh, strange decisions that Ben has made recently, I'm kind of blonde. <laughs> Yeah, I had noticed that your hair uh, was lighter. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Precisely. Thank you you for using that exact term. Okay. Okay. So I was going to the lake for a week and very frequently when I want to do something ridiculous to my appearance or really anything at all where like I feel like I have to express vulnerability, Mm. I usually turn it into like, ha 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 ha, this Mm. is so funny. Like I'm going to pretend to, you know, do this thing. And then if it works out, stick to it. Right. (laughs) Like this is. Exactly. This is literally what happened with my beard, which I've like, Alice has never seen me without. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, you and I was like, dude, let's do no shave November, right? Like how fun could that be? Like we'll tell all of our friends about it. It'll be, we're going to look so ridiculous. It'll be so funny. Yeah. And then I did. (laughs) Um, Well, so mine grew out and I was like, it works. And I've literally never shaved it ever since. And that was like five years ago or something. So I've just had a beard for a very long time. Um, that this is sort of the case. Like we went into quarantine and I feel like a lot of people had this phase where like somewhere around April, May, everyone was like, I want to dye my hair because like, you know, we've been inside and I want to make a change. I want to do something. Right. And like, you can do that from home, I think sometimes. And so what I actually really wanted to do was like, do like a silver, you know, like, like just like go, like super like i don't know internet creator look yeah i feel like whenever we go to conferences all the fellow internet creators have such cool style yeah like they've always like done something and i'm like yes you look cool and you're pulling it off but i don't know if i can do it like yeah you don't think they're thinking that about you i don't think they're thinking that about me they're not like man i wish i could dress more like ben carlin yeah no i don't think that comes up very often i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe maybe uh, well maybe. you never know yeah we'll, we'll yeah maybe i'll ask more people do you do you wish you dressed like me <laughs> <laughs> because that's not weird. Um, but where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, okay. So I'm going on vacation and uh, I was like, you know what could be kind of fun? Like, you know how like when you were a kid, you might put like lemon juice in your hair or something and like right. it kind of like changes. Yeah. When you were a kid. <laughs> not all the time. Not, <laughs> not last week. Time. Well, I was like, well, now that I have mm-hmm. funds and I don't need lemons, I was like, maybe I'll order something and I'll put like something specifically in my hair to make it lighter because right. I'm going to be outside all day. So a couple days before leaving on this trip i'm getting my hair cut and i the person who's been cutting my hair has been cutting my hair for like literally the last like five years or right something. it's been like a very long time and i'm telling her like hey if i were to put lightener in my hair what would that do she like abruptly stops and she's just like what are you trying to do and i was like i don't know i just thought it'd be kind of fun if like you know i got had like lighter hair and she's like what are you trying to do and it was like i don't know i bought some lightener i was gonna put it in she's like oh my god do not do that your hair is going to turn copper and oh boy uh so i was like oh man and so she explains to me like you know the differences between like hair colors and stuff and apparently like 10 is like a blonde sure like like luke like your son and then like uh i'm like a four or five which is like pretty dark and she's like if you don't do it properly you're just gonna end 
up as like a six, seven, eight, which is just basically like reddish coppery color. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, good, good note, good note. Promptly upon arriving at the lake, I was like, I'm doing it anyway. Doing it anyway. (laughs) I totally bought it. And against sound advice, I'm going to do it. Uh, So I did it. And it was one of these strange things because where we go to the lake, it's basically like camping more than anything else. Yeah. So I had pretty much not seen myself in the mirror at all since doing it. Oh, boy. And there's a mirror there. There is a mirror there, but it's kind of like shaded, kind of hard to tell. Mm. You know, I mean, who's to say, really? Who's to say? Uh, But so, yeah, we, we get back and we're standing in the office together and you're like, something's different. Your hair is definitely, your uh, hairstylist was correct. It is a very coppery color. Oh, man. I mean, it's not like a bad thing. What, yeah. Unless what you were going for was, you know, uh, Luke, Luke Carlin blonde. No, no. She told me that I'd have to use bleach in order to accomplish that. Oh. And so I was like, that feels extreme. Yeah. Like, I'm not quite ready for that yet. But when <laughs> I am, I will play it off, like, jokingly, like, right. ha this will be funny. Man. Except in reality, I really want to see what happens. And maybe yeah. it'll look good. Who and knows? maybe it'll be like my new look forever. Right. Because that's the way it works. It is. Yeah. You just got to joke about it. But the thing is, like, it's so weird because it doesn't have to be that way. You could just go, you could just make an appointment today and just have it done. That professionally. Feels, somehow that feels completely unacceptable Like, you're to not me. allowed to do that. Like, like, you might get arrested. Yeah, you might, yeah this is, this is, is literally the same, thing. the same thing. I yes. know what you mean. Yeah, it's like, it's like I need anything that I want to do. It's even going back to the acting thing. It's like, I can't take it seriously. But if, like, someone calls, definitely I'll do it. Yeah. Um, But it has to be more like, haha, wouldn't it be crazy if I became, like, a Hollywood actor? can someone find me please right and then when they do it's like then you're there then you take it seriously because then you're like on set and it's important Mm -hmm. and like you're like i'm gonna do this right and And this is like that i don't know i I do know that this feeling that like trying will not like i don't know like you can't you can't try it in a serious way it's like i feel like this is how i felt similar probably in in the exact same like hair realm like when i started putting like you know gel in my hair yes you know it was like I if I put gel in my hair, people are gonna like know that I'm trying, and I don't want people to know that I'm trying. Right. Even though it's like I don't want people to know that I care, and if I do that, they'll know that I care, and it looks like I'm trying too hard, and I don't want it to look like I'm trying hard. Right. But like I do care. So what do? So I remember it was like when I got like hired at my first full time job, I was like, this is my reason. I'm you know what? I have a real job now. I have a very good re- like. If anyone's like, it feels like you're trying too hard. It's like, well, I, you know, I, I got a new jobs, transitionary period, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I gotta, gotta look professional. Gotta look professional. Yeah, right, exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it's like, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, but it was like, but like, needed that excuse or something. But like, no one's, no one's not. But that, meanwhile, meanwhile, if. I saw anyone with hair, you know, product in their hair. I wouldn't have been like, that guy. Wow. Trying so hard. Cares so much. Cares so much. Right. Like, like too much. Problematic amount of caring. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. It's, it's never something that I would apply towards someone else. Yeah. But it was totally something that like, yeah, you feel like, especially if it's your own physical appearance and yeah. someone is aware of what you're attempting to do, it puts it like under that much more scrutiny. Yeah. Like then it's like, oh, they're trying. Yeah. How successful are they at it? Mm-hmm. It, is it better? Is their attempt at trying better than if they had done nothing at all? It's if, you, if you, especially the thing when you're a teenager, like if there's like a status quo for just like how things are and you try and like disrupt that in any way. Yeah. Like so often I feel like you will like, I don't know, like high schoolers are very loud about calling stuff that out. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, that was like I, I remember in high school, like when we yeah. had like the, the really long hair that like, you know, swished across our faces and stuff. Yeah. It was this thing like where tons of people would be like, oh, my God, you can never cut your hair it was like people like made such a big deal about it mm-hmm. like it was so important and then i remember if i got a haircut and i came to school people would like literally like see me in the hallway and they'd be like no like this is literally what happened Ugh. and i think realistically people were like maybe being like somewhat playful and it wasn't really intended to be like mm-hmm. mean or anything like that yeah but like it did make an impact on you like, right. you, like okay it's like whether or not they were being serious you were still like listening right and yeah, so that was, I, I think that that's, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. Is, yeah, so what is your, to, what is your advice? What do I do? I mean, you just have to, if it's something you want to do, you just have to, you just have to have the courage and go for it. What if it's the type of thing where I want to do it if it works, but I don't want to do it if it doesn't work? Uh, I think. Cause I think that's the yeah. dilemma that it comes down to for me. It's right. like, I really want, I want the opportunity <clears throat> to try it where it's fine. 
Yeah. And if it's not, like, if it, if it ends up being, like, a problem, then it's, like, like everybody else is, like, aware. What is what is the thing you want to do? You want to try the, the, the platinum hair? No, I well, I don't know, Jay. I mean, who's to say, really? Like, maybe, maybe. Well, so this was the other thing, too. Back up, back up. So I wanted you to do, like, the silver, because I thought that would look, like, very cool, yeah. very edgy. And I asked Alice to ask her hairstylist if it was something i could get away with and what i was told is that the maintenance on silver hair is like impossible mm. it's like you constantly have to be going and having it like recolored because as soon as your roots come up and something that's that light it becomes very apparent i got gotcha. you get that like cruella de vil look going uh, on you don't want that yeah, yeah no maybe one wants not. to look cruella de vil okay. maybe you do i don't maybe know you do. Yeah. i mean she's pretty mean to dogs but yeah you know, don't do that don't do that yeah <laughs> so anyway that's that's my real dilemma and okay. then and then the other dilemma dilemma yeah precisely yeah you caught it and then i suppose the other thing too is like i've always i've always sort of said this like okay worst case scenario my hair grows super fast like i'll just i'll just like buzz my whole head right which is also something that like quietly i'd be like i wonder what i would look like with just like a buzzed head mm-hmm. would i look way different yeah we also have a job that kind of has us like public facing it very is very frequently. public facing yeah so yeah people would know immediately yeah and i'm sure there would be uh, tremendous feedback <laughs> yes yes feedback Great way to put it. Yes, there yes. will be tremendous feedback. Feedback. For or against. Uh, but I don't know. We have a very positive community. We I sure think. do. Yeah. We're Super Carlin Brothers. And I'm sure they would support you. Hopefully. In your decision yeah, to so do it. That's our, that's our big question for the day. Can Ben pull off a brand new hairstyle? Boy. Yeah. Please send all of your responses to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Yes. Am I inviting do. just pure pandemonium? What you're inviting is absolutely everyone's going to say do it. Nice. I think uh, that's, that's my Jade, guess. It's playing into my, my plan perfectly right yeah, it's like I'm just, I'm just just doing it for the pod i do it for, it for the I, pod. everybody thought it was like, such a good idea i got like, hundreds so of emails i'm gonna like do it for an instagram post and then like it'll be funny and yeah yeah like uh to be like yeah this was just part of the this was just part of the the podcast we do we stumbled into yeah. the conversation i didn't I, decide this i didn't meticulously plan it exactly. in advance we're just here now and yeah. it is what it is mm-hmm. you're doing it right now i know doing it right I now know. yeah yeah, mm. I guess so. Although I, well, I don't know. Now I'm having like my own internal struggle. If it, if it now feels manipulative, is it manipulative? No, Ben. Don't say that. I don't think it's. Tell manipulative. me it's not. Okay, thank it's God. It's not manipulative. Whew, okay, okay. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Pop. Um, hopefully this one is recorded correctly and you actually got to hear every single one of our words. If you guys would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Um, each week we do include a bonus upload to that Patreon page. We call it after the final pop where you just get a a few extra 10 to 15 minutes of additional dialogue, or we might respond to something somebody sent in or really just anything. Just go anywhere. Just more talking. More talking. Yeah. Uh, another news I also want to give a huge thank you to these patrons who do now support us over on Patreon. Uh, shout out to Anna, aka SCB fan over on Instagram, Joseph Classen, John Gillette, Brian Boss, Viola Landman, Cecil Hops, Sandra, Timothy Cassidy, uh, Iana McGanahan. I think that's McClanahan. Right. McClanahan. That reminds me of Miracle on Ice. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. McCallahan. Yeah, they, they do them like back to back. Yeah, it's like two names. Like all these funny. McCallahan. Like... McClanahan. It's like yeah. whoa, those names are similar. Woo. Anyway. Shout out to you. Uh, Ethan Hoffditz. Mm, I'm not even looking at the sheets. So. Okay. Jaden Easton, Chad Leak, David Shear, and Zach Campbell. Thank you guys so much for your support over on Patreon. Otherwise, guys, until next week. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs>